0: NYU is one of the world's premier universities, with campuses from Manhattan to Abu Dhabi. Their strategic goals include international expansion and a best-in-class experience for students globally, which means their stores offer everything from technology and gear to an inclusive access program that provides affordable course materials. Today, Follett Regional Manager Melissa Bracero sits down with Nancy Wetmore-Matthews who has served as course materials manager at NYU for over 30 years, to discuss her perspective on NYU's unique offering. The textbook world has changed,
1: but the one thing I feel like has never changed is that we have a level of service. We serve the students and we serve the faculty, and the changes always come, but as long as you stick to that as your guiding light, the changes are easy to manage.
0: Listen in to hear about NYU's grassroots approach to growing inclusive access, how custom on-demand ordering ensures students get quality supplies and school spirit boosting merchandise, and what's up next for NYU's Global Vision.
2: Hey, Nancy, thank you so much for the time. Just connect and explore what makes the NYU bookstore such a special experience. I know you've had like 30 years at NYU and then on the retail wallet side for a number of years now. Can you tell me what what are some of your biggest wins?
1: So I guess the most fun thing about NYU is that we've always been innovative. We've always been the store to try something different, to work with schools and, and find new ways to serve them. In the end, it's all about serving that academic mission. And whether that's for the school of the arts or the nursing school, there's so many different disciplines that we support that it, it never gets boring. <laughs> One of the main benefits of us becoming a Follette store was that there was a wider range of affordability measures that could be offered to students. We've built our access program. From zero to what a million this year, and the savings. I think we figured out it saves students something like five million plus dollars in the years that it's been running. That's a core component. I try to always keep it in mind that the students have a budget that they've got to work with, and they've got they've got to purchase for many different classes.
2: Talk about some of the, the the best things about your inclusive access programs. What would be the one of the Best benefits that you see from the students or maybe a barrier that's removed with using IA on campus at NYU?
1: I am a great believer in IA and EA equitable access as well. There's a lot of studies on student success. We talk a lot about money and how much savings and I always bring up say biology where it's a $350 textbook that I'm selling them for $36.75. But Having every student walk into class the first day of class with the material, the same material across the board, that they don't have to worry so much about where am I going to find $350 to pay for it, removes a lot of the educational barriers. And it has shown in grades and retention levels to really make a difference. Students complete classes more often. It's just beneficial across the board. At this point we do access with Tel Aviv, with London, with Florence, and Buenos Aires. Access has been very grassroots. I I worked with individual faculty to grow the program and then from faculty to departments, but one of the components has been engaging with the student government. They'll come into the store and they'll say, how do I get my book in access? And I have to explain to them that they've got to go back to the faculty and that's how that works. It's
2: interesting because you were getting emails from faculty, like they were calling, like students were calling department chairs, requesting it, which was very interesting. Again, we're in total partnership with the faculty, but once the students and especially your SGA leaders were involved, they were, why don't we do this everywhere? This is like so simple. And they were, I think our biggest growth was, having it from the student's perspective, really leading that in and calling faculty, sharing it amongst themselves. They did their own outreach for us. And we were were behind the scenes, right? Like we didn't even know that this stuff was happening until they were like, why are these students asking? And we were getting all these adoptions and emails coming in. And it was like, we had our own little grassroots team behind supporting
1: it. And this fall, we really saw that because what kept happening was, One professor in one section would be in Access, and all the other sections would be like, wait, why am I paying such and such amount for this book, and they're paying less than $50? And so then those faculty would call and say, wait, can I also get into Access? And thankfully, that's an easy fix, because we already have the book there. A lot of sections just kept adding and adding once one instructor was using it. And talk about the
2: parents, too. So like one of our core events is that new student day and the move-in day, which is probably like our top velocity day where we have over 10,000 students coming on campus, which I will tell you, if you've ever done a move-in day or an on-campus day in any campus store, that is the day, right? That's like our Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: It's also the time when you can recreate yourself. You can like every year we have a chance to recreate ourselves for this new group coming in. But yeah, the, the the families are very excited. They, they come in on move in and they're, they're sending their little one off to school. And so we talk about access a lot because it's a, in a lot, most of the freshman classes, honestly. The quarantine generation coming in are far more comfortable with digital. Like every generation for about 15 years, they said, this is the digital generation. This is, the and this is actually, they're the ones who are the most comfortable with it. But the great thing about that is that's going to give us room to offer more supplies and more support items because we won't need the room for the books. So it, it's I think it's going to be a good thing for everybody. We'll have nice spaces for events and and we're always going to have books. Books are books, even if it's just a trade department because people do, we've learned, they love physical books. So, you know, it's it's understanding that it's a... It's a smorgasbord. You you get to choose.
2: Can you talk to me a little bit about the process of fulfilling those orders internally in the store? How often are you seeing those buying decisions of students in real time when those peak seasons start?
1: The interesting thing, I would say almost all of our students do in-store pickup. What they'll often do is they'll do in-store pickup and then come shop. So maybe something wasn't in stock when they were online and they come in and, and it's come in time. So they always cycle through both. I find it helpful to look at the order, the back orders, so that I see ahead of time, oh, wait, we've run out of this. Okay. It helps me bring stuff in quickly. So there's always interesting ways to make things work to get the books to the students that they need.
2: And talk about like the nursing scrubs. So we have a big medical community, obviously, at NYU, and talk about how we've helped those students to secure their scrubs online. So the
1: scrubs we had in store, and this was a holdover from when we were institutionally owned, the students hated them. They were uncomfortable. They were rough. They were, they just were not good. And it was so hard to have the exact amount in stock, right? So what we did was we worked with the nursing department and they are all online now, custom. So a student orders and it comes directly to them. We never have to worry about stock situations and they can still pick it up in store. It's not like that they have to have it shipped. They can have it in store pickup. And it's been very popular. It's a much better grade of scrubs. It's the Cherokee. And honestly, if you have the two, I've been at the register and had both of them, and it's a huge difference. Um, And the students really appreciate that they can purchase whatever they need in whatever quantity, and they don't have to worry about, I don't have, we don't have small pants, but we have extra small pants. That's never a concern anymore. It's very successful. And I think that's part of
2: really listening to the root calls and making sure that we have an inclusive decision. The customers and today's students just want to go to one place in whatever time zone they're in to purchase and get the correct materials at the right time. And I think that's been probably one of our best callings as leaders here is to be able to be adaptive and inclusive in those
0: solutions. We'll be right back.
2: So Nancy, I know you said that NYU is all about the innovation and that's a strong strategic initiative day in and day out. And What are you really excited about as we think about the future here at NYU and all things academics and their research and their new expansion in global studies? What is the top thing that you're just pumped up to 10x being part of this NYU community?
1: I think it's the, the group I'm on with the provost office, with the library We've got the student government involved also. I think it's exciting because we're going to find out new ways to support the faculty and the students. I think there's so many ways we could be doing more. So I'm excited to be on this committee where these conversations are being had and we can say, hey, wait, we can do that. That's great. So that's, I would say right now, that's the most exciting endeavor I'm involved in. So how
2: does having an Apple store fully licensed in the back of the store, how do we use that technology to integrate some of those digital opportunities and the students coming in?
1: Our Apple store has always been the number one educational reseller for Apple since I don't know how long, like decades at this point. And our student deferment program makes a huge difference because students can just put the cost of their technology on their bursar star bill. And there's so many digital books that they need. There's so much work they need to do on the computer. I think it makes a big difference for a lot of students coming in that they can purchase the computer they need, the laptop, the iPad. With the Follett scholarship, they can buy technology. And I know the uh, technology store manager, Ronaldo Matthews, was telling me about a student who came in and asked if he could use that for an iPad. And he was like, yeah, you can use it for an iPad and a keyboard and an Apple pen, like it'll cover all of that. And the student was so excited. He started to cry and he called his mom because this kid obviously did not have money to, to burn. And it meant so much to him to be able to have the technology he needed coming in as a freshman, taken care of, paid for by this scholarship. The technological component is a huge piece of their educational experience, and it's great how much we can support them with that.
2: I always say, if you want to see what the future looks like, go to the elementary campus. Um, It's mind-blowing, the technology and the coding, and just, they're light years ahead. So it's very exciting to see that future student and scholar come through. Talk to me about the faculty education series that we implemented last fall. Uh, Can you talk about what worked well and what you're planning for this new
1: fiscal year? So it was faculty appreciation week where they could come in and they could buy stuff, they could look at technology, but they could also talk to the various vendors in the library to find out new ways to help their students learn. What was also an important component was we planned it during Apple's big faculty sale, like educational sale. They all really appreciated. Every instructor who came was really um, thankful because the reps don't go into offices anymore. They weren't like pushing this book or that book. They were answering questions. And so I think it was a more comfortable atmosphere for faculty to, to feel they can ask questions and not just be sold to.
2: What are some experiences that you're most proud of that you've delivered to the students or the customers or the NYU community in your 30 year tenure?
1: So I've done a lot of things that I'm really proud of, but I have to say the most recent that I felt really good about is we support the NYU Prison Education Program, which is up in Walk Hill. And we get the books for their students and their students go through the program and graduate with an associate's degree. And many of them, when they get out, The formerly incarcerated individuals come to NYU to finish their higher degree. And I was invited to an event they had where a couple of them are in the PhD program and they're doing amazing work on the effects of incarceration on families or on the economy. And I just felt really good to have played a small part in helping these people move on to better places in their lives.
2: Again, Nancy, you've stayed in 30 years, but just exclusively at NYU is a whole nother gift that keeps on giving. It takes everyone from top leadership to the part-time temp worker. It takes the whole team, everybody to make this successful and keep us growing and keep us relevant. Yeah.
1: It's a jigsaw puzzle, right? You have to have all the different pieces to make the whole. I just want to say thank you so much for really being the pioneer
2: here and investing in those relationships so that you can be the voice and really listen and really help us articulate and formulate some of those inclusive solutions to really elevate that brand and to always, like well, you said, helps, next year's a new year. To and-
1: supportive boss to, to, to help you with that and help push that stuff through when you need it. So thank you as well. <laughs> the Wonder Woman um, impact, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Thank you to Nancy and Melissa for giving us a peek into NYU's behind-the-scenes work to support students and customers around the world. And to our listeners, thanks as always for tuning in. Until next time.